everyone, and welcome to the Balanced Bodies Blueprint. I am your host, Vinny Russo. And I am your co-host, Dr. Aaron Stansfield. And we're shifting gears from all the conventional fitness narrative you hear on most fitness podcasts, as our main emphasis lies in preventative healthcare, adopting a holistic approach to nutrition, and challenging the traditional views on various fitness topics. Our mission with this podcast is to provide you with the information you need to achieve optimal health. On today's episode, I am going to actually be solo due to a hectic week some illness, as you can hear in my voice, and tons of travel throughout this entire week. Uh, but we're going to be diving into a Q&A where these questions were sent to me via Facebook. Now, for the people that sent these questions in, I'm going to mention the first name and the letter of the first letter of the last name. And each person will be sent a free Legion supplement. Now, with Legion Athletics, they have been our sponsor since we started this podcast. And the reason why is because we love how they back up each one of their products with a ton of supporting research. And they also offer a 100% money-back guarantee if you don't like their products, which you don't ever get. Um, so if you want to try them out, use the code RUSSO, that's R-U-S-S-O at checkout, um, and you'll get 20% off your first order. And then after that, if you keep using the code, you will get double the Legion points on every order after that. And Legion points are really just like dollars to use towards their products. So let's just jump in. Um, I chose three questions here that I'm going to go over. Um, like I said, I'm a little bit sick, um, kind of congested. So I'm going to try to make this podcast as efficient as possible, giving the most amount of detail in the shortest amount of time. Um, so question one comes from Julia E. Um, and she asks, how do I tone my body? So the main thing here is to stop training to tone your body. Instead, you want to train to get bulky. That's got to be the mindset because you're not going to get bulky. Let's, let's be honest. But the fact is, is that the more muscle that you have on your body, the more toned you're actually going to look. So you want to train that way to build muscle. Every time you go into the gym, it should be to grow. That's kind of the mindset you need. Now, you want to keep your diet in check to be able to fuel the gains, but to keep anything off the waist. So your diet's got to be in check and you have to train with intention. Now, I know a lot of females, uh, they like to do yoga and Pilates to try to get this toned look, but that's not going to do it. And nor will yoga or Pilates make you longer. So I heard someone the other day saying, I like doing Pilates because it lengthens my muscles. Now, your body is fixed. It has fixed points and they're called insertions and origins and they cannot be altered. They're actually genetically predetermined. So you're not going to sit there and try to lengthen your muscle that's attached to bone. So just want to throw that point out there. Uh, but both of these forms of exercise are good exercise, especially for flexibility. Um, and it's great at adding stress that way. But they are not great to tone. So the main thing, if you want to tone your body, you have to train to grow, plain and simple. So that was question one. Let's go to question number two, this comes from Stephanie S. Said, is MSG actually bad for you? Now, I love this question um, because if you have anyone giving you diet advice and they're telling you to stay away from MSG, you need to search for another coach or dietitian or nutritionist because they obviously don't know what they're talking about. Most of the data that's done on MSG is actually done in rodents and they're given amounts that are basically 500 times the dose that you would that a human would normally get in a meal, let's just say, from a Chinese restaurant. So think about that. 
if that's just, that's like giving a human four elephant tranquilizers at once, you're probably going to see some negative effects, right? Here, I mean, the dose obviously makes the poison with pretty much anything that you put into your body. But what happened was you basically had this one man, I don't know his name off the top of my head, I just know the story, uh, but he was a doctor, so he was considered pretty damn credible. Um, and what he did is he wrote a letter to the New England Journal of Medicine, and he was explaining the negative effects um, that he went through, blaming it on MSG. And what happened was that it basically snowballed, and the news got around, and then everyone started believing it. Now, MSG is naturally found in foods, and some people, yes, they do have a sensitivity to it, but in order to see symptoms from that sensitivity, it takes a really, really high dose for those symptoms to actually rise. So MSG is not bad for you unless you're taking 500 times the dose that you normally would. Um, so if you're going to a Chinese restaurant, I would not be concerned about the MSG in the Chinese restaurant meal. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, and then let's go into this last question. Like I said, I'm going to try to be as efficient with this podcast as possible. Um, so this comes from Adam K. Uh, he says, I'm having trouble sticking to a calorie deficit. His life is very hectic and he needs some tips to help make this easier. Now, this is awesome because I know a lot of people could get some great insight and can actually be helped out here with this question. Um, a calorie deficit is actually simple, but very hard to do. So this makes sense that he's saying that, especially with having a hectic life. So what we got to do is we got to try to find some ways to, that can make this actually easier for people with hectic lifestyles to stick to a deficit. So four ways that I want to just throw out there. You could use it as you want. Um, and you could try them out. You could try one. You could try them all. Um, if you do, let me know how it works out for you. But the first one is intermittent fasting. Now, this is an, a way, it's a tool to make it easier to stick to a calorie deficit. It is not a magic remedy that is going to provide you with extreme fat loss and, and autophagy. No. Intermittent fasting just makes it easier to stick to a calorie deficit because you fit all of your calories in a specific window. So if you take 2,000 calories and you start eating at 7 a.m. and finish at 8 p.m., there's a long time in between there, in between meals, which you could get pretty hungry. Now, if you take that and you dial it in to a window, let's just say from 1 p.m. to 7 p.m., you have six hours to fit in 2,000 calories compared to, what did I say, 7 to 8 p.m., so that's, what, 13 hours? You're going to be, a, you're going to feel a lot more satiated and... It's going to be pretty easy to stick to because you're going to be like, I'm kind of full right now. So intermittent fasting is a good tool to help it make it easier. But understand, intermittent fasting is not going to be some type of strategy that is going to give you better results than a normal calorie deficit. It's just a tool to help you stick to a deficit easier. Um, the second way to help make this easier is to try to keep your social life. But you need to tell everyone around you what you're doing right? You got to tell everybody that this is what you really want for you. And they need to respect that. And you need to have support. Because if you have peer pressure to veer off, like guys, for example, if you're ordering a salad with some grilled chicken over it, and your friends bust your balls a little bit and call you a, a girl or whatever, that's gonna probably 
push you away from sticking to your goals. Same thing with ladies. You go out with your girls and they're drinking and they're like, oh, you can have another drink or can't you drink? Or wow, that's all you're going to eat? Yeah, it's going to make it much more difficult. So you have to tell the people around you that you're going to spend the most time with. Like, hey, this is what I'm doing. Here are my goals. I need your support. Like if you're a loved one or if you're a friend, I need your help here. Because if they're not supporting you, then they don't really have the best intentions for you, right? So this goes into my tip number three, which is make your environment support your goals. So by your environment, I'm talking about the people that are around you and also the food that is around you. If you have people around you that don't support you, then you need to get rid of them, right? You got to tell them, hey, like you are sabotaging me here in the, be- like, in the nicest way possible. You got to tell them like, hey, this doesn't fit what I want to do with my life right now. So you're, you got to back off or I'm not going to see a lot of you. I'm going to, or if they call or text, you can send, you could always come up with an excuse on why you can't go out. Um, but if you have food in your house, let's, let's take the food aspect here. If you have food in a house that are going to drive you away from your goals, it's going to make it much more difficult to actually stick to your plan. If you're getting hungry, let's just say, and there's a can of Pringles in your house, you may go over there and be like, Hey, I'm going to go grab a few. And you know what that's going to lead to. Once you pop, fun won't stop, right? You're going to have more than just a few. And if it's consistently in your house, you're going to consistently do it. But if you got that out of your house and maybe substituted that with some raw vegetables like carrot sticks, for example, uh, one, you may not even want to eat them because it's not too appetizing. But two, if you do eat them, it still aligns with your goals. So that's what you need to do. You need to make your environment align with the goals that you want to achieve. And then... The fourth and final way to help make this easier is you need to adjust your calories to be higher in protein and adjust your meals to have more fiber in each meal. And the reason why is because both protein and fiber, they have a high satiation effect, right? So both of them combined is only going to make you feel more full at each meal, which is going to make you stick to your calorie deficit easier, right? Because if you eat something that doesn't have a lot of fiber and not a lot of protein, but spikes your sugar pretty quickly. And then you get the drop, right? You get that, you get the spike and then you get the rapid fall in blood sugar. What happens? You want to try to bring that blood sugar back up and feel a little bit better. So you get hungry. So what you want to do is you want to just adjust your calories to be a little bit higher in protein, right? You could adjust the macro percentages. Maybe you bring fats down a little bit. Maybe you bring carbs down a little bit so you can allow your protein to be a little bit higher. And then part of your carb portion include a lot of fibrous vegetables because they have a ton of fiber in them. Even fruit have a lot of fruit throughout the day because there's fiber and fruit. So both of those combined will help with the satiation effect and also lead to you sticking to your calorie deficit just a little bit easier. So those are four ways um, to help with that calorie deficit. Um, those three questions were given to me via Facebook Messenger. I will be asking for stuff like on Instagram and things like that. So um, once again, I apologize for this being a solo episode, just very, very hectic week. And we had to get an episode out because we want to stay consistent. That's that for today. If you do have questions or you want some questions answered, send them my way. Send them to my Instagram is, is my main source of social media. Uh, Facebook Messenger as well. If you have my Voxer or my cell phone number, you could always text me as well. All right. So with that being said, love you guys. Talk to you soon. 
and I'm going to go take a nap. So on behalf of Balanced Bodies, we just want to say thank you for joining us on this episode of the Balanced Bodies Blueprint. We are committed to bringing valuable content. And if you enjoyed today's episode, we'd greatly appreciate it if you can take a moment and like it and leave a five-star review. On Apple, just go to the show, scroll down to the bottom and rate it there. If you're on Spotify, go to the show's page, click the three dots, and you can rate it there as well. And if you believe in the power of knowledge, share this episode on your social media to try and get the information out there to as many people as possible. And as you navigate your own path towards better health, remember that Balanced Bodies is forever in your corner. See you all next week. The podcast content may include discussions of medical topics and health-related information. However, the information provided should not be considered exhaustive or complete, and it should not be relied upon as a substitute for professional medical advice or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare providers with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment.